Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, welcome to Freaky Geeks. My name is Shane Smith, and I'm the guy at the beginning of Mind Hunters who gets naked and then blows his head off with a shotgun. <laughs> we watched that today. Yeah, it was cool. Fucking, please go watch Mind Hunter on Netflix. <laughs> just fucking boom. Unless you're surrounded by your family eating dinner, yeah, and then that <laughs> happens. Oh my god, your mom was not she ready. Was not. I had to apologize for it. Yeah, and then there were like two sex scenes. I mean, barely. What do you mean barely? They were fucking. I mean, hard. Yeah, there, it was like mm, whatever. There's moaning. It was missionary. Whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Does <laughs> it even count? No. <laughs> nope. Uh, the most awkward part about that wasn't even the sex scenes. It was that you would put subtitles on, and in quotes it said moaning. It was like moaning and groaning. And I was like, uh, now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Anyway, speaking of Mine Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Noel Cummings, and I'm that bag you stumble upon in the forest that's either a dead body or full of trash. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. I know. I like to cut them open and find out. I mean, that's what we all do. Wait, are we talking about bodies or trash right now? Both. Okay, cool. Flavor of the day. Oh my god, Mindhunter's the quote when he's like, uh, she's, oh, what do you get, <laughs> what do you... Uh, what do you get when you have a dirt poor woman and her son and she has a broomstick up her ass or whatever <laughs> and she's been sodomized with a broomstick and I was like, in the 1970s, it's a bad statement. In 2017, she's about to make some money. Woo! <laughs> 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 dirt Woo! poor single woman with a broomstick in her butt. I mean, yeah, she's about to be the trending video aesthetic. on Pornhub. Woo! I mean, where's the lie? I saw a girl put a bat in her vagina. Fat ways first. Woo! I mean, there's no other way. Then she put it back. So, like, a kid is going to use that. Oh, that's the worst for part. For T-ball. Yikes. Or something. Something's going to happen. Sorry to start the podcast like that, everyone. I mean, whatever. It's real, though. It Just is real. Google woman in sports store puts bat inside of her. Wait. Careful, though. You might see a woman putting an actual animal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, she was at like a big five? Yeah. Putting a fucking bat up her? Okay. You know what? I would describe her pussy also as like a big five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't. I thought she was doing this in the privacy of her own home. Nope. She was like at a sports store, and the guy was filming her, and she like hikes up her skirt, and she's like, what do you think? And then she like sits on it kind of, and she's like, it's in, and it was, it's in there. And then she pulls it out, and she's like, put it back and then some dad's gonna like buy it and her mom's gonna smell and his, his <laughs> wife's gonna smell it and be like what the fuck have you been up to i'd like to think that there was just some dad watching it the whole time and then just he pushed bought. over a bunch of kids <laughs> fucking running give me this fucking t-ball bat exactly that's Ugh. exactly what happened gross and it's just it's like on a mantle in his house I don't, and he just sniffs it every day i don't want to kink shame anyone but maybe don't fuck yourself with a baseball bat. At least not in public. That's just something is not good about that. I say fuck with yourself with a bat, but just do it at your house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't do it in a big five. Okay. Or Dick Sporting Goods. But know this. If you fuck yourself, here's the problem. 
anyone who's been fucked with a bat, I feel like I can't make love to that person. I don't think they know what love is. I don't think they've ever felt love. That's, a, that's exactly <laughs> where I'm going. That's where I'm going you with this. You know what I'm saying? But oh that's fine. Oh, my God. You know? Listen, that bat will fill your vagina, but it'll never fill the hole in your heart where your father was. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, too real. That's hilarious. I oh love it. Oh, my God. Do you know what does fill the hole in my heart? What? Getting tattooed at Black Salt Studio, baby. I got tattooed there recently, and you should too, because it's fucking amazing. It is amazing. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Black Salt Studio, 930 South Main Street, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Even if you don't live in Salt Lake City. Come to Utah. Stay with Noelle. She has an extra bedroom. You can use one of the dog's kennels. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I do have an extra bedroom. Get tattooed. It'll Mm -hmm. be amazing. Yeah. Will and Casey are so unbelievably talented. I love showing off their fucking Instagram pages because I feel like a proud mom. I'm like, look at this amazing artwork. Everything you have is garbage and shit and you're worthless. Look how amazing they are. Oh my God. And uh, everyone in the front of the house is great. I'm actually thinking about just walking in to get a tattoo. I was thinking about that too. I recently came into a little bit of money uh, and I really need to get the Tree of Gondor tattooed on me. Two of my other friends are getting it. The Tree of Gondor from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. I got to support Gondor. Uh Uh-huh. What? Do you not stand with Gondor? No. Oh, man. Fuck them. Fuck them trees. What the fuck? (laughs) How are you going to be like that? No, it's fine. That's cool, I guess. I mean... What's uncool about it? It's a it's a tree. It's a dope-ass tree. I mean, sure. From Gondor. There's stars in there in the design. Yep. Okay. It's just getting... I'm mad at you. Anyway, just I'm just going to walk up and get a tattoo in front of house. Yeah. Same day type stuff. Yeah, I want to try to do that one of these days when I... Uh, what do you want to get? Walk into some money, which hopefully will happen soon. What do I want to get? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I always, I want to get a lot of things. I want to get a little like cutesy kawaii Baphomet head. I want to get um, a guillotine. Um, so it just kind of depends. A guillotine? Yeah. Why? Uh, to remind me to keep my chin up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Where are you yeah. going to get that? I don't know. Wherever I have a spot. Okay. So yeah. Well, it's just little small guys I want. And of course, I want bigger things like Damien Eccles' face on my body. But whoa, whoa, whoa. His mugshot specifically. Okay. But I'll save that for when I come into some money. Very cool. So, yeah, go get tattooed by them because I fucking want to. <coughs> I'm dying. Hello. That's fun. Um, what else do we got going on? Uh, we have a show. We do have a show. January 13th, the second Saturday of January. Hell yeah. Fucking come to that Beehive Social Club. Which is what? 666 South Main Street. Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah. We're going to be doing a live show. It's going to have a lot of audience interaction. So show yeah. up if you're trying to get onto the podcast, because that's going to be the way to do it. It's the listener yeah. episode. It is going to be the listener episode. We're going to be interviewing you guys. Hell yeah. With the help of comedians. Yes. Yes. It'll be great. We're way excited for it. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So come on out to that. We don't have a time yet for you. But we night. know just free up Saturday the 13th, the night of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be if fucking you, cool. If you're a listener who lives in Montana, I will be in Montana for quite a while the Yikes. first week of january unfortunately so hit me up online and let's talk about what there is to do in montana besides die or hunt moose or get killed by a bear or get killed by a bear 
yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be good. So um, I will be there. That's exciting. What else do we got going on? I don't know. You just did your show on Saturday. I and did that was do amazing. my show on Saturday. Your birthday show. That oh, was fun. Thank you. You looked good in your little suit. In my little suit. Thank you. Yeah. That's not emasculating at all. <laughs> you look good. You did great. In your little suit. It was good. Oh, thank you. It was so good. Yeah, it was good. I felt confident in the suit. I thought maybe it would weird me out or like I would be like, I don't know. I thought it would throw me off a little. Really? Yeah, maybe. Because you looked too professional? Yeah, mate. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this looks like I've got it together. Yeah. And I have a lot of jokes about how I don't have it together, but it all went great. It was great. It was amazing. That fucking crowd loved you. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad it went well. I am due for a bomb. I haven't bombed for a minute. You're always due for one. Yeah. And when you start to not bomb, you're like, when's it coming? Any day. Any day. Can it just come like whenever? Like you just try to fucking joke with the guy at 7-Eleven and he just looks at you like you killed his dog. <laughs> Was that okay? Will that be accepted as the bomb? I don't know if that counts. I know the bomb has to be on stage. You're okay. always due for one. Just maybe run into a strip club real fast and jump on stage and then try to twerk and then fail and then that's your bomb. Oh man, but I think people might laugh. Hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'm going to Montana. I'm going to bomb. Okay, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> gonna, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. You see it. Um, No, it'll be great. Uh, I, I don't mind bombing. It's a part of the process. Yeah. I have some new jokes I'm working on. I actually kind of had a bit of a bomb the other day. I was doing jokes about how I was molested. He has a tough one. He has a tough a little, one. A little molester. A little molesterless. Yeah, a little <laughs> fucking tough to laugh at that one. Um, I think that it works really well when I have time to to like do jokes, and then I'm like, hey, I got molested let's talk about it but it's rough when you try to just go right into it you're like hi welcome i'm the new comedian who's on stage let's talk about uh rape yeah that's that's a hard open that's a tough fucking not a lot of people want to have that conversation hey if you want to be unpopular at a party go ahead and take that advice there yes just do that yep that's the way to turn them on you (laughs) it's like oh my god oh man but I like, I mean, I think you should do it. Maybe don't start with it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair Maybe point. Maybe get them on board with you. Yeah. And then drop it and on them. then drop it. Yeah. Then they're ready. And then they're like, oh, we liked him before, so we're going to pity laugh, even though this makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so, you know, you prevent it from bombing. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. The thing about child molestation, hard to laugh at. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most tragic part of the whole thing. I know. Real hard to make funny. Yeah. So good luck with that. Oh my gosh. Keep it up. Because who needs therapy? And you can just yell it at a bunch of strangers who are paying to see you. Totally. Who needs therapy when you can just say it to a couple thousand people out on the internet? Yeah. Into this microphone. That's what I'm saying. We had a little bit of therapy today. We had too much therapy. <laughs> Holy me. fucking shit. Yeah, you did. It was good. It was great. Usually just me complaining about my life. I'm glad you got some of that out. I don't know if I complained as much as I was like, these are my issues and they're tough to solve. Yeah. I mean, same, same difference. Life is tough, and so this is that episode. Yeah. This week kicked our ass. It really did. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm dead right now yeah, inside. You've, you've had a lot of busy family stuff, which will fucking crush your spirit and yep. destroy your soul. Yep. Um, it was my birthday, and I have a birthday curse, mm-hmm. and it was brutal, mm-hmm. but uh, we made it through. Yeah. It's over. Tomorrow's a new week, Yep. and we have survived. Yeah. Barely, but we did. We did. 
Uh, by the way, thank you to everyone who uh, said happy birthday to me or did super nice stuff for me or collaborated in the group to give me a super nice note. That was real cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. A lot of cool stuff did happen on my birthday despite the curse, and I'm very thankful to everyone. Super flattered. I do want to say I may, you know, an accident I did yesterday mm-hmm. may stop your curse. So at your show... Okay. We wanted to embarrass you and like yes. bring you up little treats with candles and yes. do a little thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was helping light the candles as we were walking on stage. It was this big drawn out thing. They kept you up there and then everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen now? We're halfway up to the stage and I've still got this match and it's starting to burn my fingers. So I go to blow it out with my mouth. So it doesn't burn my finger. Mm-hmm. And then I blow out all the candles you on your birthday cake. You bitch. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no. Oh, my God. And so then I was like struggling <laughs> to like try to light it again. And so, um, yeah, I think I may have broken your curse. <laughs> and then even like the you fucking host was like, you guys knew this was happening. And I was just like, I fucked up. Like, oh my God. I forgot I had the lit match in my fingers. Yeah, instead of shaking it out, you blew the match out and by and accidentally blew all the candles out. Yep. What did you wish for? Oh my God. You wish for the match to stop burning your finger. You even <laughs> wasted the wish. Oh my God. It was awful. Oh, it was, it was too, uh, too much pressure for me. <laughs> and then I just apparently forgot how fire worked. And I was, I mean, try to light a match and then a bunch of candles when you have uh, 30 seconds because already drawing out a fucking live show. Yeah. Well, you knew I was going to be done. Yeah, but I don't know how to light a match. <laughs> it was, it was oh, fun. It survivalism was at its finest. Yeah, I know. I'll die. But I think I took your curse. So uh, you're welcome. Thank you. We'll see how it goes next year. Yep. We'll find out. <laughs> I f- I did feel like a cold breeze come through me after that. And like an old dead woman's ghost came up and was like, <laughs> I'll take it. So. All right. Well, should we get uh, this episode all about nothing started? Yeah. That's Thera- what you should title it. Therapy and dog attacks. Oh, yeah. We did talk about that. Wow. This episode takes many turns. Therapy, dog attacks, homeless people falling. That was high a good part. heels and stabbing. Yep, it's great. You guys are gonna love it. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Hail Satan, Earl Sertram. Remember, stray dogs are not your friend. However, if you see one, walk right up to it and lay down. If it starts to sniff you, that's a good sign. If it begins to bite, you're in trouble, friend. Grab a pole. That's my life. And then you get waxed and your pussy gets blown up by some lady you barely know. I mean, it's just been a struggle. My vagina has been. It's either like. You should just grow the hair out and just trim it. Just give it a little buzz. That's what I've been doing. There you go. It's classy. It's womanly. I like it. I'm not on you because I don't look at your vagina. I will say I'm warmer. There you go. I'm very, I used to be a little chilly all the time. Really? That's a real thing? Yeah, I just got a little merkin keeping me nice and warm. (laughs) Oh, man. Merkins, that's a fun word. Merkin, merkin, merkin. merkin. Merkins, merkins were toupees for your vagina to cover all of your diseases. So people didn't know. Did you know that? What? A merkin is like a fucking 
So they use. I Mer- know what a yeah. merkin is. So they use them now a lot in like Hollywood for like sex scenes and shit. Yeah, they use rubber ones. But it used flesh. to be flesh panties. Fucking fake hair toupees for your genitals to hide all your gross ass shit that was under there. So everyone had fucking everything. You know, I think that back in the 1800s, in the 1800s, they were just worried about the genitals in general. I mean, but then when you've got a wart on top of a wart on top of a wart that's like pussing tower of power, you're just like, whoo, let me just go ahead and put a little hair on that. No, one will know. <laughs> just put a wig on it. Yeah, that's really they put wigs on everything. They're like, oh, I'm balding powdered wig like just wigs on all the things my my herpes are herpes but they're also a judge yeah and he's got a little powdered wig <laughs> the gavel um my herpes are dignified gentlemen here and you will respect them why don't our judges wear the things anymore have you seen the judges in england in australia they still wear the powder yeah wigs. fucking losers it's <laughs> so fucking weird yeah what a what a, what a waste what a waste i should look up why that is i feel like that's a thing i should know yeah, because we started with it. I like how I'm like, I should know why judges wear powdered wigs, but I don't know the order of the planets, apparently. I mean, you Do pick you know and choose now? your battles. Oh, fuck. Man, my brain's so fried. I used to. I repeated it all day that Monday after we recorded. <laughs> um, But let's see if I can fucking rattle this one out. I literally, my brain's melted, but it's so fucking, I'm dead already. Venus... Okay, you're wrong immediately. Mercury. You you were s- yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mercury, you go. Venus, Earth. Uh huh. Mars. Okay. Jupiter. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Just, I'm you're missing one. Maybe I don't know. I get lost after Earth. After actually after Mars. Do you know what, though? We're never going to go further than Mars, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the nukes will hit us before we fucking see anything on Mars. So Here's where I'm at. If someone says the name of a planet, I will recognize it as a planet and be able to converse accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to be naming the planets. You name the planets to me, and then we'll go from there. How about that? I mean, that's a hard stance. <laughs> that way, I'm not, incorrect. I don't have all the pressure on me to be yelling out eight or nine planets. Yeah. You know what? I never forget Cirrus B, which is a planet like um, in a different solar system. In like, uh, but people think dolphins come from there. I remember that? Oh, maybe if more there were more conspiracies about the planets after Mars, I would be better able mm-hmm. to fucking talk about them. Yeah, I get you on that one. Yeah, I get it. Fucking useless information, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know what was really fucked up? I'm pretty sure I could name nine planets from Star Wars. I mean faster than i could name our own planets and that's a real issue i mean is it or are you just down with the pop culture <laughs> you use what's most effective yeah you're i think it's smart you're using your time wisely i also just want to say there's a lot of things i couldn't do that probably or like that a fourth grader could probably excel at but there's one that i'm always like mm, i don't know about this like you know you probably don't know hmm. maybe you do but if you, like you get a DUI or they pull you over for a potential DUI okay. and they're like, say the alphabet backwards, can you? I fucking can't. I don't know the alphabet unless I'm singing the song. What comes after? Um, let me give you a harder one. I was like thinking of them all. What comes after R? Without saying S- the song, you can't. S? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I'm at. You know, I literally don't know most of them. If I'm not singing the song. ZXY 
W. I don't know after that. See, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But also, who fucking knows that? Not me. Okay. So, just going to take that DUI, I guess. Well, no, I don't think, I don't know how the DUI test works, but I don't think that's it. I don't think that not being able to. But if they, they start with that and you're, you, me, I suck. And they're like, okay, walk in a straight line. Well, depends on what shoes I'm wearing. Yeah, if you if if the cop asks you, hey, can you, uh, hey, ma'am, have you been drinking tonight? And you're like, I had a glass of wine. He's like, I'm gonna have to ask you to step out of the vehicle. And he's asking you more questions. And he's like, uh, I'm gonna need you to say the alphabet backwards. And then you're like, I want to phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> can I ask <laughs> the audience? Yeah, I'd like to ask the audience. <laughs> ma'am, we are out here alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my! But for real though, I would be so fucked. I how, don't know. That would be a fun game show. A police officer pulls you over and then forces you to play for your freedom. Oh, my God. But can you phone a friend? That's what you do in your dystopian nightmare future. You have shows where you just, like, mm-hmm. do crazy shit like that. And then, um, you know, PUBG becomes a real show. I mean, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. 100 people on an island parachuting in and then they kill each other till there's only one left. Right. Whoever the last one here gets the island. Battle Royale, baby. Kind of a little bit of Hunger Games, a little bit. Well, Hunger Games took it from Battle Royale, which is a Japanese movie that you have need to see, apparently. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's about in high school, after you're done with high school, they take your graduating class mm-hmm. and they put you on an island and then you kill each other till there's one of you left. But they also put a wild card on the island. So the wild card is the wild card is a kid who won in a previous high school. Oh. So he's like an adult. Okay. And he's just there for the love of the game, baby. He but just don't you like, fucking notice him? It's like all of these fucking seventeen year olds and like a thirty four year old and you're no, like, they hey, know he's like, Hey, that's I'm the guy. He, yeah, well they're all like in a room and they're like, Who's that guy? And they're like, He's the extra. Also, what if you just kill your whole entire high school class before you graduate? Do you automatically win? Probably. I mean Oh, uh, you probably go to jail because they have like rules. But like in that show, there's like the kids like form alliances because mm-hmm. they're obviously just children and they're afraid. Mm-hmm. And so there's like these girls who like are poisoning each other, like trying to live in this lighthouse and like this other group of kids who are like Mad Max immediately just eating people. And Whoa. it's fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, how Lord of the Flies can you get? Is it one day and then does society deteriorates? Yeah, exactly. I mean, or is it just up to the person who's going to be what? Oh, man. That seems like a fun time. It's pretty cool. How do you feel about the purge? Are you pro purge? You anti purge? I don't know. I I'm not worried about it. I always like to make jokes because I have friends who are like doomsday preppers, mm-hmm. and like the reality of doomsday prepping, because we know what happens when doomsday comes. We we've all seen die. it in Iraq. We've seen it in Syria. We've seen it in Russia. We've seen it in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen it in Sierra Leone and all these other places. Mm-hmm. Um, in Georgia, in Chechnya, we know what it looks like when society completely breaks down and there are no rules and no consequences and utilities go out. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is be sedentary, like be in one place. Yeah. So people who like doomsday prep their bunkers they're just saving up all their shit for people like me to get fucking who have looted guns to just come at night and kill you and take your stuff. Yeah. Like if you're saving up shit and you're just telling people about all your doomsday prepping, as soon as I get hungry, I'm going to be like, yeah, I guess I want to live more than I want you to live. Yeah. I'm going to take your shit. 
See, when I think of doomsday, I don't even think of like society collapsing. My doomsday is when the inevitable fucking volcano comes and we are all obliterated into ash in a nanosecond mm. or the fucking giant earthquake hits and we all just sing it in the fucking magma, magma underneath the earth. You know, I, I thought doomsday would be like the when Game of Thrones ends. I mean, it will nothing be. left to look forward to. I mean, I'm I'm fucking worried. I'm still shook from Deadwood not having an end. <sighs> Though the, apparently they're making a movie, so that's good. Yeah, I heard that. I was going to tell you that. But. Disney's just going to buy everything, <sighs> and then Mickey Mouse is going to run for president, and we're going to be like, that's a silly joke. That's just a guy in a costume. Fast forward to a year and a half later, President Mickey Mouse. Anything's fucking possible, man. Yeah, that's real. This year has, it's proven to me that anything's possible. <laughs> and that's for everybody even if you're fucking shitty nicole comes for president 2026 yeah man i'll do it change my name oh 2024 is the election after next one yeah yeah wow we're well on our way we're almost to 2019 what's happening in 2019 it'll just be one year down and we're that much closer to having a new president oh yeah true very (laughs) fucking true oh my god what a weird fucking time. Yeah, we live in a weird world right now. Yeah. All of it's weird. Ugh. Just that people getting eaten by their dogs. Mm-hmm. That'll you, happen. What do you think happened there? I honest well, I mean, I honestly think that something happened. Well, I don't I don't think we're getting the whole story. Yeah. I think that something maybe she was attacked or murdered and then her dogs just took advantage of the situation. And ate her? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it, I don't. They they didn't eat her. Her flesh was rended, but it wasn't. She was mauled, but she wasn't feasted upon. Well, then maybe she was just mauled by a fucking person. I just think dogs are animals, and you often can't predict what they will or won't do. And every once in a while, dogs maul people to death, even when they're like family dogs. Yeah. You have to. That's why dogs that are more aggressive. Do, there are dogs who are bred to be more aggressive, and they're just m- more um unpredictable yeah um the the aggressive dogs that are the safest are ones that have like a lot of pack mentality and there are a lot of dogs who don't have that yeah i won't say names (laughs) but there are certain breeds that are just better than others and that's the reality yeah um i like i don't see your huskies mauling you to death no because they're you know they've got that super pack mentality but i could see a few other breeds Mm-hmm. definitely just you know yeah freaking out in the forest and eating their owner to death the, she had two dogs that were both the same weight as her i and mean she was walking alone in the forest i see that's was it maybe Who knows? It was aliens maybe maybe she was murdered and, the, and a man bit her to death yeah that's what i'm saying dude that'd be hardcore as fuck i'm just saying did they check in the dog's stomachs well, because they didn't devour her. They oh, yeah, her. you were saying they just yeah, attacked yeah, yeah. her. Oh, then it was totally someone attacked her. Someone bit her fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where was it in Texas? The vampire of Texas? I mean, obviously. Dog serial killers. It's either Texas or Florida. Man eats woman and blames it on her dogs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think happened. So. Okay. That's one theory. Mm-hmm. I think Sasquatch is an interdimensional traveler from another world. I mean, sure. Why not? And he bit her to death. Maybe. 
It's possible. Maybe the all the different planes of reality just happened to converge in that one moment at that one time, and she just got shredded by all of the fucking different layers of reality. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. What else is going on in the world right now? A lot of hot, hot garbage. I don't know. I don't pay attention anymore. Well, I mean, I do, but I'm like, I can't. It it kills me too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll see, like, I'll read the headlines and I'll know what's up, but I just, like, can't dig into it. Like, net neutrality happened. We're just, like, living in this world now. Well, I mean, it could be repealed. Yeah. Or the, the repeal could be repealed. What do I want to say here? We're not, we're... We're not dead yet. We're not dead yet. There's still hope. There is but, still hope. But also, and this is where I'm, you know... I'm sorry to be a little bit of a nihilist here, but I think everyone was really active in protesting it and voicing their opinions and reaching out to the right, the correct channels. But at the end of the day, money talks and we don't have it. And other people in power do. Yeah. And those fucking moves were made despite the vast majority you can pretty clearly tell what issues matter based on who is mad because the politicians who push those issues, all they care about is votes mm-hmm. and money. Mm-hmm. And those two things are... So anything they do that might make their constituents who vote for them mad, they will not do it. Yeah. So this is like a theory I have that is unpopular, but I think like when Trump was here, for mm-hmm. instance, in Salt Lake City, and he was voting to shrink our national monuments mm-hmm. and give them back to the state so that the state could like sell that land to private corporations or do whatever, which mm-hmm. is exactly what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Everyone went to protest Trump, and there were all these people who were like, we're all standing together against Trump, and you're actually hurting your cause massively mm-hmm. because the politicians who are voting on this issue look out into a sea of Democrats and people who hate Donald Trump, and they do not see anyone who votes for them. And they think, huh, well, when I make these people mad, the people who vote for me are even happier. Mm -hmm. So I have no fear about doing this. And then they just go ahead and do it with no consequences because they have not lost votes. As far as they're concerned, they haven't made their constituents angry, and they've gained money. Mm -hmm. Whereas... If all the Democrats or the people who are mad at Trump didn't go out there with signs that said, fuck Trump, and uh, because a lot of Republicans didn't like that, mm-hmm. and it was more of a measured response where this Republican senator who's about to vote on this looks out into a sea of people and thinks, fuck, man, some of my constituents are out there. Like, am I going to lose votes? Mm-hmm. Are the people who matter to me angry? Because they don't give a fuck what people who don't vote for them think. Yeah. And then that's when change happens. Yeah. So you can like any political issue, just like take a second and look at it. And if it changed, think to yourself, okay, how did it change? And if you look back, it's almost always, especially with Republicans, a Republican person saw their constituents angry and then fixed it immediately. Yeah. That's kind of why net neutrality was like a nonpartisan issue before. Mm-hmm. But... um. You know, Aji Dickface or whatever his name is. I don't think 
he's he's appointed by the president, right? Yeah, and he's just he like a give fucking a fuck. troll of a human. Yeah, well, you saw his little fucking PSAs afterwards when he's he was like in front of a green oh screen, just basically jacking himself off while like simultaneously flipping all of us off in fucking infuriating. And then he, oh my god, yeah, he's so fucking. And also, he's in Verizon's pocket, mm-hmm. the worst phone company. Yeah, Ugh. fuck Verizon. Fuck all them, man. Ugh. Well, you saw like the little preview of like what could potentially happen depending on who buys what and who makes what move. And it's like all of a sudden you're paying fucking $20 for Twitter. Yeah. I love Twitter, but I don't love it for $20. I love that there are people who are like, net neutrality is not a big deal. Like, what are you talking about? It's freedom. The corporations aren't going to do that to us. It's going to be better. But like there is no net neutrality in South America. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we it, the experiment has been done over the course of the last ten years. Yeah, we fucking know what it looks like, and yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Well, did you see that girl who was like, "Hi, I live in South America. Here's the only phone plan I can have, and it's like a thousand fucking dollars." No, yeah, and also, um, it makes things like uh, like Hulu could just pay Verizon not to support Netflix. Yeah. Now, if you want to watch Netflix on your phone and you have Verizon, get fucked. Yeah. And like, it's actually, that's why big corporations, the biggest corporations are fighting it because it will create this money trap for mm-hmm. them and us. Yeah. It it literally isn't good for anyone except for the people who are in the pocket of the distribute the ISPs. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so it's going to be bad for small businesses. It's bad for us. And it's even bad for big businesses. Yeah. Things like Netflix and Google could take huge losses. Mm-hmm. Like what's to stop if Bing knows politicians who know people that are involved with ISPs mm-hmm. or has friends that are, then Bing could be like, don't support Google, make it slower. And then Bing starts advertising. We're the fastest fucking search engine. Use us. And now they're like, you know, diving Google stock and all these ISPs are supporting Bing and I would rather die than use Bing. I agree. Do you understand? I'm with you. It's gross. Fucking right there. Ugh. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare, man. I'm not happy about it. Do you remember Ask Jeeves? I do. (laughs) I do. Oh, man. The golden age when there were like four search engines that were all like really bad. Yeah, it was the worst. Oh, man. How did I look at porn back then? I don't even remember. I don't think I was looking at porn on the computer then. I think I was still uh, finding fucking VHS and DVDs. Really? Well, yeah. you did have a treasure trove of DVDs and VHSs. Yeah, I had. It was like fucking Willy Wonka's your dick factory. Ugh. I just do whatever I want, see whatever I want. And I had, at that point, because we only had one computer and it was in my parents' room, so nothing's going down crazy there. Yeah. But I did have a DVD and VHS player in my bedroom, so get wrecked. Nice. Welcome to my fucking party. I used to have to wake up at night, come sneak into the living room, and just hope no one woke up if I was going to do that. Whoa. Yeah. But here's the fucking thing. How could you even... I just... I mean, everyone was living on the edge of getting sent to a fucking alternative school because when you turn the computer on... It would be like meow, meow, for like fucking five minutes. <laughs> the dial tone. Oh my god, you would get caught slipping all the fucking time. Yeah, it was tough. That's no way. 
And then fucking God forbid someone in the house is on the phone. Like my mom would always be up making like late night conversations in the kitchen. And then you try to sneak on the computer. And then she's like, get off that fucking computer. And you're like, shit, I'm caught. I'm dead. Do I leave now or what? Oh, that, that, uh, that you like impression. That voice? Yeah. It sounded more like your aunt and less like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just generic, generic voice I give me to. Mean New Yorker? Yeah. That's what they get. Oh, man. Yeah, my mom tries to hide her accent. She does a pretty good job. With that blonde hair and tan skin. Yeah, your mom seems more of like a West Coast lady. She's real chilled out and cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least that's the uh, vibe she gives off to me. Yeah, that's what you think. What, what am I missing? You just got to wait for her to slip. You just got to wait for her to get a little angry or a little sassy, a little irritated. And the fucking facade's down. And that <laughs> fucking Brooklyn-ass bitch is right there in your fucking face. <laughs> it's insane. You want to watch her go from, like, fucking <laughs> California housewife to, like, New York stabbing you in the fucking subway? Mob wives or whatever that straight show up, was. Like, straight up. All you got to do is, like, go to Starbucks with her, and then they fuck up her order. <coughs> Then you'll fucking see some shit. Starbucks, the messed up order at Starbucks is what does it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't handle that. People yeah. who are mean to people in the service industry. Yeah, well, I don't believe no, it. No, it's never a, it's never a fucking them. She'll take it. She'll be like, thank you. And then you get in the car with her and she's like, oh, those motherfuckers over there didn't put the fucking caramel in the. And you're just like, oh my god. And then it's your fault. Yeah. And you get yelled at. Has your mom ever rolled down her window and motioned to a stopping guard to come closer to the car so she could call them a fuck ass? No, but that's cool. <laughs> that's where my mom's at that's in her life. Cool, I wish. <laughs> An elderly I crossing wish. guard came out into the street when my mom like motioned to them and then told them to fuck themselves. Yeah, I don't go up to cars. If someone in a car is motioning for you and you don't know them, Walk away. Yeah. It's Nothing not good. good is gonna fucking come from that. Someone uh, Best case scenario, they're asking for directions and I don't do that either. That, I'm not fucking Google Maps, bitch. It happened to my brother recently. He told me he's like, Hey man, uh this car pulled over, like almost he's like it seemed like it almost hit me, but he wasn't paying attention because he was like listening to music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the car's like, Hey man, can I talk to you real quick? And it was like this huge Samoan dude, right? Oh no. And he's like, Hey man, what where's like a gym around here? And he's like, I well, know this story. There's one like two miles that way and like two miles up that way uh-huh. and then he's like he's like okay okay and like what do you wear to the gym like he had oh. never been to a gym before and my yeah, brother was like i don't not... know man just like shorts and a shirt some uh-huh. running shoes and he's like what kind of underwear do you oh, wear my and my brother was like i don't know man i just wear like compression shorts or maybe even just regular boxers it's fine and that's when he realized the guy was like jacking it on the top of his pants yep and he was like hey uh you okay man he's like no i got an itch but he was just like hard jacking it like for too long Oh my! and then he was like do you want to get into the car and my brother was like you know what i'm gonna hard pass on this yeah dude is just like tell me about like what do you wear what are you wearing right now will you show me the underwear you're wearing he literally asked him what he was wearing right now he's like motherfucker i can see you seeing me oh my (laughs) god and he's just jacking it on top of his pants and he said he was like this huge like seven foot plus tall guy he's like he just could have got out of the car and took my butthole yeah he could have yeah you're gonna get your butthole took does jared not have like pepper spray or anything no 
Usually, <laughs> when you're a six, when you're six foot three or whatever, you don't worry about getting raped. But apparently, it's a real possibility. I mean, everyone should be fucking on alert, head on a swivel. Yeah, they raping everybody out here. Yeah, you got fucking hide your kids, hide your yeah, wife. They're raping everybody out here. <laughs> oh my god, it was so sketchy. And then apparently, that dude is. And then finally, he leaves. And like, and then that brought me when he told me that story. I was like, dude, in the beginning of the story, when you told me the car like seemed like it almost hit you, he just missed you. He was fucking trying to hit you, so he right? just put your lifeless body into the car, straight up, and take you away. Oh my god! What are you wearing right now, motherfucker? I can see you. Oh my god! <laughs> just tugging it hard, oh like he's god. trying to start a fire. Oh no! In his pants. Did he? He should have gotten his license plate number. No, you run. You never look back. I mean, I would hope to get his license plate number. Fucking so sketchy. God damn. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. What's <sighs> the worst sexual thing that's ever happened to you in public? I feel like I've said it on here when I was a kid and a guy busted out his dick in a target in front of me. Oh, yeah. It's true. You did. Yeah. Nothing since then? Well, I mean. What's the second worst? Second worst, uh bums fucking in san francisco Ugh, i was <laughs> just making just making love here's the but thing. if their bums are so gross it's mostly just like making bread it was <laughs> like, like straight up yeast on yeast <laughs> yeah dude fucking caked ass Ooh. nasty shit and here's the worst part of it so like i was there for a cheer competition mm -hmm. and like i had just gotten this like weave put in because i had to have a high ponytail for this competition and i had short hair and i was feeling fucking bougie as fuck like my hair was stunning and i was like looking at myself and i was just like oh my god i look so fucking good my giant ass fucking ariana grande ponytail yeah and yeah. just makeup and these giant eyelashes done perfectly and i was like oh my god yes feeling myself and i have like a compact up and i'm looking at myself and in it, in like the reflection of it, <laughs> I see like I thought it was like a homeless person like coming at me. So like I close it and like turn around. And no, it was just some homeless people fucking. Were they what position were they doing? I think it was doggy. There were they were wearing so many layers, <laughs> but just the pants were down. <laughs> oh, so you just no. see this like white, white fucking ass in the air. Yeah. Going down on something that's screaming. Was it a lady and a man? Yeah. Okay. And they were loving it. Hey, listen, you can't stop love. Uh, yeah, apparently nothing will. And I was just like, is anyone else seeing this right now? <laughs> Are you for real? Like, oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, just on a corner, I saw, not even in an alley. No, I saw once I was driving down the street a busy street um our listeners won't know but there's a street in salt lake city it's 2100 south and it's very busy yes um i'm driving down 2100 south i'm driving past a home depot mm -hmm. and there's one of those big like gray power boxes that have all the like conduits and stuff or yeah, whatever yeah. for the um lights and as i'm driving past it i look and on the other side of it so like they're hidden from one side of the street but like everything else on the other side can just see them yeah yeah and he's sitting against the power box and she's just 
riding him. Oh my god! And they they've got like three teeth between them. Oh no! But a whole lot of love, baby. Oh, and, and a whole just, lot of diseases. Dude, and she was like pile driving that dick. Let me tell you, Ooh, it was. No. You know what? <laughs> you ever seen porn when they get so much distance and slam that you're like, that's like all. It takes you out of it. You're just like that's almost unsafe yeah you just want to stop and be like are you fucking good are you okay yeah you... like why i get that what? like it's too much yeah it was too much she can get knocked out like what the fuck is happening yeah dude she was uh, putting it down jesus christ like she was taking him <laughs> like it was crazy oh my god oh my god and he looked like mostly asleep and she was just working it Yikes. Making bread. Yikes. I mean, yeah, that's dude. the worst part because you know they were. Yeah. It, it's, they were so it's homeless. Fucking so German fucking bakery Like, over basically, there. she was just like, she was riding him, but she also had like a bindle on her shoulder. Yeah. And like a can of beans in the other yep. hand. I mean, still dragging that cart yep. full of that's whatever. A, that's the fuck mobile. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's disturbing. It, it, I mean, good for them, but also like. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is not okay. Uh, saw a homeless guy wreck a bike recently. Into something or just no. life took it down? Just life. <laughs> his life finally life, came. Life took him. <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> he wrecked a mountain bike and he went like end over end and he was like, no. Like he, started, <laughs> he started screaming before it went. And then he just rolled and then he just got up and he left the bike and he was gone. Yeah, it wasn't his to begin with. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> it was clearly a child mountain bike. I think bike. you may have seen like karma in action. <laughs> like the physical form finally come down and be like you know what for some reason right now this i'm not gonna let this fly today and then just the hand of karma comes and grabs that guy's front wheel oh so good uh another thing i saw i saw a lady in heels like trying to be bougie like you know like just walking like fucking cardi b well no she got yeah but she like gets out of this fancy car like an uber black or whatever mm -hmm. like the fancy whatever it's called yeah and she but she like kicks her legs out like she's like some sexy model lady and she went to get out and as she like stepped up her heel just bent and she just went like no. completely sideways out of the car and then she just laid there crying oh yeah that's like what you she clearly do. wasn't hurt but she was just like so embarrassed everything else hurt and the dude she was with just like got out and walked over her oh and was like God. talking to the uber driver and then closed the door and the guy drove away and she was still on the ground oh no <laughs> that poor bitch oh, she oh was my so god sad. yeah she looks so fancy she's one of those girls where like if you had seen her not at a nightclub you'd have been like fucking okay yeah you know like she was ready to go out and the dude she was with was not impressed I mean, maybe she was drunk. Uh, I don't know. I've seen, you know, here's the thing. No tea, no shade, but also all tea, all shade. I, it's upsetting how many women don't know how to fucking walk in heels. I've seen so many girls fucking just blow up out in public, just yeah. falling yep. in the most hilarious way. Yeah. And they never just give in. 
they just try to fucking walk it out and they just end up walking two broken ankles out. Like mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. oh my God, I've seen some ankles like have a fucking exorcism <laughs> and I'm just like, stop, it's not cute. <laughs> like oh. there's some girls who like walk like the baby deer, right? The brand, yeah, yeah. you know, Newborn newborns and they, but they're not breaking their ankles. They're just not sturdy. Like if someone sneezed two blocks away, they might fall, mm-hmm. but they're not like, they could still move. And then there's girls who are just like, their ankles are just made of glass and whispers and they just keep (laughs) collapsing in on themselves and you're like stop it just go home you're not meant to be here you're not meant to be wearing those i just it's so fucking crazy to me and like i am not a girly girl by any means oh what no way i mean like i like makeup but that's about it and i prefer i like makeup right who doesn't <laughs> like, and like i prefer when my makeup has like blood incorporated into the look but but and like okay real fucking yeah i didn't like wear dresses until i was an adult i felt like dresses made my skin burn i was not a girly girl okay but i fucking knew how to walk in heels i can run in heels i could run in heels when i was like fucking 10 patreon content straight Noel up running half a mile in heels yeah i could do it i can do it cuz i remember my Someone in my family was like, I don't wear high heels because they're meant to make me weak and I'll never fall in front of anybody. And I was like, what? But they look good. And they're like, but I can't go fast. And I <laughs> literally I like, who the fuck yeah, I don't is know. in your family? Crazy people, you know. It's true. So I literally took my mom's shoes because like, I was like the same size as her always. And I put on her fucking heels I just started running until I was like Forrest Gump. You could just go forever. And it didn't affect me at all. And people will see me wear like fucking seven to ten inch heels. And they'll be like, how can you walk in those? And I'm like, because I'm a fucking professional. I have seen you wear some pretty beefy ass heels. Yeah. And you I always could look, jump in them. You always look pretty solid. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Probably don't jump. I can, though. Okay, don't, though. But I can. When was the last time you jumped in heels? Every time I wear heels. Mm. I like to get on the... But you've seen mm. it. I like to get on the back of the heels and walk like a penguin. <laughs> I've seen that. So, I mean, fucking challenge accepted, right? I'm just saying. You I'm could... just saying I'm here to... F- I, I play for keeps. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No fucking curb is going to take me down. I don't gamble with my money. Only my ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking high price. So... Moral of the story is practice makes perfect. I saw a girl stab another girl with her heel once so badly that the other girl had to go to the hospital. That's the way to do it. Yeah. She uh, said something to her and like called her a bitch or something. And then the other girl was like, oh, okay. And was like super cool about it. Mm -hmm. And then like turned around and was like doing something. And yep. I was like, oh, what's this chick? This yep. is crazy. What's mm-hmm. happening here? And then she just like calmly, very calmly they took always off her do. shoe and just walked right up to her and then just started prison style. Like, yep. Just fucking rapid. Yeah. You got to get a fucking vibrator. Well, you know, the it's not the first one that kills you. It's like the 30th. Yeah. So she just started going ham with this heel into her stomach. And like no one was doing anything. Finally, the bouncer was like, oh, she this bitch is stabbing the other one with a shoe. And so he stopped her and then she escaped. I don't think there 
there were any consequences. The I other bet girl you know why came to get she the other fucking girl. practiced running in those motherfuckers. Yeah. I was like, what? Pop that <laughs> bitch on. You? She fucking turned to Usain Bolt. Got the fuck out of there. This was like two years before I even met you. It was crazy. Could have been you the whole time. Could have been. I'm not. I don't fucking. And I'm I was like, shit. is that why? Is that why heels are more expensive? Because yeah, they double as a weapon. They are weapons. Is that why girls take all their heels off and dance around them in a circle? So if a guy tries yeah. to infiltrate, you just throw take the shoe it. over, yeah. three hundred style, and just gouge a throat straight up. Yeah, yeah. That's they're why. charging it as well. You put all your heels <laughs> and your purses into the circle, and you dance around. <laughs> and you're charging it with energy, so then you could either a grab your bag and knock someone out, or take the heel and stab them. I'm just imagining you throwing your heel like a fucking tomahawk, and yeah. it just hits into someone, and they fucking explode. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> oh my straight god. Straight up. Whew. Oh my god. That's real though. Also, it's always the silent ones, the girls who don't react in a fight that mm. are gonna fucking kill. If I, if I was a girl, I would dress in like a steampunk dress, mm-hmm. and I would have heels that have like a glass case, and there would be mice inside my heels. That's not very nice. Oh yeah, because you walk and they would get all sh- shooken. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think it through. No. What about the rat in the hat? That's not very nice either. Who's putting a rat in their hat? Steampunk people. No, they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the Keem Peel sketch? Yeah, where and he, he opens, opens it and there's a mouse. But if that's there's like a fucking a, mouse in your hat. That's a nice little. He's probably got a house in there. It's probably nice and not just putting him. I, you know, speaking of heels and not animals, but weapons, I have seen heels that like uh, the stiletto part is a knife. Yeah, I've seen that. That is gangster. It's gangster, but also the second you step on something that isn't crazy hard wood, you're going the fuck down. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know. Did I tell you, did I talk about on the podcast the guy I saw try to steal a skateboard? No. So I saw, this is a real thing that happened to me, a homeless guy stole, so here's, we'll start out saying it's 3.30 in the morning, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm walking to go get a soda because I'm awake till like nine in the morning every night. Because you're a monster. Got to yes. fuel my Starcraft addiction. Yep. I'm walking to 7-Eleven and I look over and it was one of those weird warm nights like three weeks ago before it got real cold. Yeah. And so I'm like walking in my hoodie or whatever and I look over and I see this guy who's like so homeless. Mm-hmm. So fuck Like wild home. Like he had, you know how you see people and they're like amateur homeless? Or they're just like, you just look at him and you're like, that is a homeless person. Yeah, yeah. This guy was like professionally homeless. Like fucking, he had like a hat but the t- like a top hat but the top had been cut out and was flopped over oh he's just like you know? 1900s yes like vagrant cut off gloves a bindle yep. like he like professionally homeless like he just got off the train that he's been riding since fucking exactly Houston. exactly so he's going and he's like falling and then getting up, and I'm like, oh, he's just drunk. But then I'm like hearing this like nang, 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 no, noise, no. and I'm like, what the fuck? And I realize he's trying to ride a motorized <laughs> skateboard. Hell yeah! That he's clearly Hell literally yeah. just stolen. Yep. He has stolen this motorized skateboard, and he is now making his getaway on it, <laughs> but also learning how to ride it at the same time. I love it. So I've completely stopped walking, and yeah. I'm like, well, I got to see how this is going to work like out. A dinner and a show. So I'm watching him try 
try to learn how to ride it, mm-hmm. and he, it's literally been like 10 or 15 minutes at this point. And he hasn't given up. That's No, amazing. he's not given up, but he's also only gone like less than a block. Okay. And then he finally gets off the sidewalk, and he's, there's like a street near my house with this like big hill that ascends up into the rich part of town mm-hmm. called the Avenues, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to ride up into the Avenues uh, becoming future hobo. Yeah, the like, skateboard what? riding yeah. super hobo, <laughs> like Marty McFly style. Yes. Just from the feet. Like, He's here fuck to save all, us. Fuck your carts. Fuck your mountain bikes you stole from children that are always in fifth gear, even yeah. though they don't need to be. Just, <laughs> you know how they pedal so yeah. fast they don't go anywhere? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that's my favorite thing. I also love a guy who's clearly addicted to drugs and is like sketchy, but he's riding a children's bmx bike yeah but he rides it with a like the seat's really high but he rides it with so much confidence he wants you to think like he's gonna backflip it yeah like he's, not, he's not riding it because he can't afford a car and he spent all his money on drugs like he's doing this for fun yeah he wants you to know he's here for the fucking love of it anyway so this guy's not any of those things mm-hmm. he's now future hobo yes he's skateboard riding super hobo from the future yes. this is the future so yep. it's one of those skateboards that has like a wire connected to a little motor on the back and mm-hmm. then it has like a a little handle and you pull it and it goes yes so he is finally like i guess because it's going uphill it's like slower and he's kind of getting it mm-hmm. so he's he finally gets on it with both <laughs> feet and it is going up the hill yes and it's yep. like ding, 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 ding. and he's like gaining speed going up the hill and and you can like just feel his body language like he's not saying anything but he's just like fucking yes, yes. i'm doing yep. it i have fucking become future hobo everything is different now i'm amazing and he's going he's going up the hill up the hill up the hill he's like close to the top of the hill and then the skateboard just starts to turn little speed wobbles not even speed wobbles you know how like if you just lean a skateboard will just be like and we're going this way and it starts to lean and he's obviously not in control whatsoever and it just turns 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 now he's going downhill oh no no No! (laughs) plummeting back towards the present oh my god future now he's time traveling back to the present and he's going so fast also at this point i realize he's still just one 100% 100% got his hand on the throttle. Absolutely. Because it's like a little bike handle that you pull the brake and the brake is like yeah. the gas and he's just 100 So not only is he going downhill that I don't even think I could ride a skateboard down. Yeah. But he's fully throttled. Just gassing it. Just gassing it. And he is going fast. Oh no. So fast that I'm kind of taken out <laughs> of what's happening and I'm like oh I'm about to watch a man yeah, die. he's not going to make it out yeah. of this one. So um, celebration turns into like this oh fuck moment. Yep. Like I did not drink enough mouthwash to take this fall. <laughs> he's just like, so he's going downhill so fast, and he, I'm like, I can see the expression <laughs> on his face where I am. Like he's like, fucking, oh no, <laughs> and he's like not getting the speed wobbles, but he's like going, he's like swerving a little yeah, bit. He's like overcorrecting on accident. Yeah, like big speed wobbles almost yeah and then he just all of a sudden banks straight into the sidewalk but the sidewalk has a curb yeah so it just immediately stops and then there's a construction site next to the street and he just fucking flies into the construction site like face first just gloriously oh my god 
Did uh, you hear R. Kelly playing in your head? Yeah, yeah. Just like, like I gr- believe I can fly. <laughs> the weight of gravity <laughs> and every bad decision he had ever made was just pulling him towards the earth. I mean, yep. It'll and come at you. He just fucking slams into the ground. Mm-hmm. Scorpions. Ugh. So fucking hard. Like his tippy toes were touching his nose. Oh, no. And he slid for like <laughs> 20 fucking uh, Human feet. sled. Yeah. My yeah. favorite. And then he fucking, he's laying there and I'm like, okay. So he's he dead. Is fucking he's super he's dead. So dead. He's so dead. <laughs> and then he gets up, fucking dusts himself off, stands there for like a minute. And then he just walks up the hill, leaving the skateboard. Wow. Yeah invincible with all that effort he might be able to get a job if you drink enough mouthwash anything <laughs> is possible <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. amazing it was crazy uh Yikes. i didn't even know it was so but here's the thing the whole time so after it was over i like not a joke i spent like 20 minutes watching this whole thing happen yeah and i was like you gotta see it through fuck man i didn't film any of this i didn't mm-hmm. pull out my phone to yeah. make a joke and then i realized it was like one of those moments where people are like you know, if you ever had like a moment, I've had these where I've been like camping by myself or I'm with people I care about and something crazy happens. Like the sunset is beautiful mm-hmm. or you're like having a really funny moment with your friends and you think your instinct is I'm going to film or take a photo of this. And then a part of you is like, no, no, this one is just for you. Yes. I've had that quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I realize like or when you have kids and like something happens and you're like, no, no, this one's just for us. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even want to take a photo of this. That my version of seeing your son say something extra great or seeing a beautiful sunset over the Grand Canyon was this homeless man <laughs> <laughs> riding a skateboard yeah. into the future oh and then God. coming back down no. to the present. So I fast. mean, I get it. The scorpion, man. What a beautiful thing. It was good. What a fucking beautiful moment. It made my night. I got home and I was just, I just felt great. I mean, yeah. I love people falling down. If no one is injured, I fucking will lose my mind. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll literally have laughing fits thinking about times I've seen uh, my friends fall down. Mm-hmm. Um, once Mac... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to start laughing just thinking about it. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> once, no, it's not even that funny. Once oh. we were just crossing the street and Mac <laughs> is this fully grown man who's one of my best friends. He was just... <laughs> we were kind of like jogging it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like so light, like not even fast, a fast walk. And I look over, you know, when someone is like their torsos in front of their feet because they're falling and they're yes. like running forward. And he's just <laughs> running across the street like that. And then he fucking <laughs> falls and rolls. No. And I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe oh. for like five minutes. And I still think about that and laugh sometimes. Poor Mac. Oh my God, I love it. I, I've like not a joke, have been, have been sitting alone and been like, like, man, I can't wait till I see Noel fall. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me slipping, bitch. Oh, man. I never fall. You never fall. Never Don't fall. show him weakness. Nope, you can't. If I fall, I might as well just disappear behind a car and never come back. <laughs> you're and then ex- you're just like, you think I'm a magician. I'm not falling. I'm just doing tricks. <laughs> your extended family reminds me of the type of person who's like rich but insane. Like you go to their house <laughs> and you're like, where how come you don't have water faucets at their house they're like we don't drink water we drink dr pepper fish fucking water <laughs> you're like what that's my whole family that's all of them that's oh literally nailed God. all of them and we brush sentence. our teeth before we eat here 
Drink your Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. You clearly haven't been around my mom long enough. She brushes her teeth every hour. Really? Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's bad for you to overbrush. I know. I'm out here underbrushing, but still. I know. I'm like, I am I mean, that's too extreme. It's fucking, in- they're all insane. Yeah. Oh, clearly. my God. Are you, the apple does not fall far from the tree. I know. I oh. fucking know it. I mean, uh, our friend Kari was like, I just, before I met your mom, I just thought you were this anomaly fucking like raised like as a harpy or something this fucking monster creature but then i then i saw i met your mom and i was like monster creature confirmed it all makes sense (laughs) it all makes sense i think your mom's so lovely yeah she's great to me that's that's the point right she's great to the people she likes and she's not great when she don't like you yeah i mean and she's the most she's probably one of the sanest out of the family so fucking think about that one and she's crazy straight up and oh man i think specifically i think kari and a few other people saw my mom talking shit about one of our family members saying they look like a serial killer and then she goes and fucking puts a picture of them our family member and i'm not they might listen so fucking go fuck yourself i guess so puts a picture of them next to the picture of the fucking aurora shooter <laughs> just like they look the same and i'm just like oh my god fair, fair. stop you're out of control but it's uh, all good yeah so family's four right sure being crazy yeah i mean they all have weird crazy fucking superstitions and beliefs and I don't say I'm. I don't want to say anything about my family because I'm afraid that they'll listen and then there will be consequences. There always are, man. Uh, fucking oh my god! Well, you were right there when I found out that my mom fucking ratted on me. To who? My dad. What did she say to him? Oh my god! So we, I, my mom's in town, and I realized that she does listen to the podcast because she references shit that we say like in the middle of an episode. So I'm like, oh. She's watching. She's listening. Yeah. She, knows she says up. she like listens a little. I don't That's know what a that lie. means. That's a lie. Every episode. She listens to every episode probably a few times. Oh. And then in fucking reverse and then back again <laughs> sped up. She's she's like, uh, uh, the three of us, you, me, and my mom are out at the mall. And for some reason, the topic of how I um, don't show physical affection to people gets brought up. We're talking about your family in general. And I was like, and then and as a joke, lightheartedly, because, you know, all jokes are kind of like based in reality. I said, well, yeah, blame it on dad, you know, and I didn't even say for never hugging me I or showing any sort of love. I just said, blame it on dad. And she goes, I know I've brought it up to him. I told him you never hug your daughter. And that's why <laughs> that's why she's like this, Gary. She never cries, Gary. Where do you think she learned that? Hmm? Just waiting for the day when you blow up. <laughs> when you lose it, I'm waiting for it. He never hugged you. <laughs> and I'm oh. sorry you like this. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're a fucking snitch. And you gotta fake it till you make it. I mean Just start hugging people. It's tough. You start with a training dummy, just like duct tape a body pillow to your stripper pole at your house. And <laughs> <hug it>. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should. It's weird. I don't have a problem with hugging. It's, I don't know. I, it's, I mean, like I'm, I can do it, but it always makes me a little uncomfortable. Hmm. 
I don't How? know. Describe it to me. What is the feeling? What is the uncomfort? Forced. Like both parties don't want it. Oh my God. Well, obviously the person hugging you wants it. So now what's the problem? I don't want it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It always feels like inappropriate. Like When does it feel appropriate? Never. Well, what? Funerals. Maybe. Oh my God. So sadness is the only time it's okay to hug. Is yes. that why sex is okay? Because you know the person having sex with you is sad? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. What about affection from, like, your significant other when you're hugging? How does that feel? Um, do you ever just hug for no reason? Sometimes. I, Tyler likes to do that. Um, I think it's kind of a little extra. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> I'm just like, why? We? St- I don't need this. Do you need this? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It always just feels like um, uncomfortable. And then I like, I haven't hugged enough people. So like, I don't know where to put my arms all the time. Just wherever. Just make it up. Freestyle it. <laughs> I'm the literal opposite of you. I know. But like, not even in the way that I'm just like, oh, no, I'm just like, hug. like, I'm like, you're like, I don't want to hug because I think it's forced. I don't like it. And I want to hug because I'm like, uh, I want them to know I mm-hmm. like them and I want to know they like me. Yeah. And I'm weird about that. Yeah. And like when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, well, I got to be, I got to like sh- all the time, like mm-hmm. I, affection. Like I like you. Don't think I don't like you. Like, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know about that part. Mm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like insecure, but it's just like my, that's my it's um, your default. Yeah. I just like want yeah. to, f- I want to feel loved and I want them to feel that I love them so that I could get it. It's like selfish kind mm-hmm. of, cause I'm like trying to get it in return. Yeah. I get that. I've also never uh, been in a relationship with someone. I'm Tyler's the first person who's ever wanted to like be physically affectionate all the time. Yeah. He's not just like when you get home from work, fist my butt or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's really abrasive, right? So uh, it's weird being, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, 25 years old and having to like basically do that like awkward teenager thing. Like, I guess I have to we have to like be affectionate on the couch by ourselves, I guess. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I've been with girls like that where you're like, they're just like, they just start like, you're like, don't jerk me off. We're trying to like chill out. Like we don't have to do, you don't have to be like this. Just enjoy my company. Yeah. So it's weird. So I'm trying to get there. I can side hug. Amazing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I can side hug anybody. What even is that? You just kind of, you just kind of put your arm out uh, a little tappy tap, you know? So I gotcha. Got a little whoop. Oh, I'm not man. all the way in. I'm not committed, but you get a little high. I'll I'll side hug anybody. I could do it in my oh. sleep. Oh, I'm sure. No problem. Do you cuddle at all when you sleep? No. Okay. Do I look like someone who cuddles when I sleep? Maybe. You I'm look wrong. like a person who's cold all the time. I am. So there you go. Um, I will cuddle Tyler. If I want to put my legs up on something. Jesus. That's not cuddling. That's using <laughs> your significant other as a footrest. Sometimes I think it's like a little prison-y because I'll just literally say, <laughs> I'll say, give me your back. And then he knows <laughs> to turn his back towards me so I can put my legs on him. Wait, how? Like you're facing away and your legs are on his back. So you're like making a T? A little bit. Kind of. Yeah. What? Yeah. I like to like prop my legs on him. 
That oh my god. You know? You're a gem. I know. Oh my god, it must <laughs> be so cool to live with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're I... a nightmare. I know, it's weird. Get your shit together. It's fucking easier said than done. What's like you wh- know what it's like to try to unwind some fucking weird childhood trauma baggage I as an even, adult? I mean, I just don't even bother. I that's what I'm saying. And then y'all are trying to make me confronted shit. <laughs> well, no, I just fake it. I just will fake it all. Is that probably dangerous? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Real. like, hey, I mean, at affection least, and love. Whatever. At least I'm fucking true about it. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, faking it is a little crazy. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. That's fine. Ugh. Well, I've stopped. That's like been a major theme of this year is me not faking a lot of feelings and things, mm-hmm. which has caused me like a ton of problems. Not a joke. Yeah, because you realize uh, that you're a fucking asshole all the time. Well, I'm not an asshole. I just... I mean, that's me. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not trying to be rude. Like I'm not like one of those people who's like, "What? I told I told Kara and her fucking face was stupid. I'm just a person who tells the truth." You can be a person who tells the truth and also a cunt. Yeah. But I'm trying to like be true to myself and that like I don't give people time and energy if I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. And uh and by doing that, um has caused me a ton of issues mm-hmm. um because like i was faking so many feelings towards people who were close to me or whatever and i've mm-hmm. stopped doing that and then also it's caused me issues because now that i've stopped putting so much time into faking i have like a lot of i was um, i'm like weirdly emotionally exhausted from the realizations yes and then yep, i'm also yep, yep. trying to like put now I have this extra stuff and I'm starting, the more honest I am with myself, the more that I am realizing I wasn't putting as much into people who did matter to me. Mm-hmm. And that's been like a real bummer for me. Yeah. Um, and then I've tried to like correct that and I realized mm-hmm. that like, oh, maybe don't overcorrect because you're overbearing. Mm-hmm. Like your friends don't want you to like be at their house at three in the morning. Like I just was thinking about you and I love you. And they're like, this is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You yeah. know? So um, I'm trying to like find this weird middle ground where I exist with all my feelings and they're all real. And uh, I don't f- uh, fuck it up. I mean, good luck. It's super tough. Yeah, it is. Um, yes, it is. I think our default, what we were told always, is to just fake it, right? To just, even when you don't want to give people your kindness, affection, time, or love, you're kind of like, well, I'm obligated to because we're both humans on this earth, which I can appreciate at a, a, to a certain degree. But then also you're like, but I just, if I look at your face for another fucking five seconds, I'm I'm going to go home and scream. I I just grew up in this weird, like, ghetto, poor kid culture where, like, you have friends and you have your friends back Mm -hmm. and there's Omerta and, like, you fucking are, you ride or die forever no matter what. Mm -hmm. Your friend beats his wife, you're his friend anyway. Your friend is racist, you're his friend anyway. Your friend fucking doesn't treat you well, you're his friend anyway. Your friend's a murderer, you're his friend, like... There was no limit to like don't betray your friends mm-hmm. when I was growing up. And it was like people were real proud of that. 
and it was ingrained in me by like everyone I knew. Mm-hmm. And so then I had this weird thing where I was like, if you date a girl and you just decide to date her, like you ride or die because she's your friend. Mm-hmm. And then I accidentally put myself in situations where like women abused me or treated me badly. Mm-hmm. And then I also put myself in situations where I had male friends who were like, I was doing horrible things for or were was put in terrible situations mm-hmm. and I toned it down a ton and turned my life around from that time. But now even currently, uh, it's hard to like shake some of that off Yeah, because I'll be like friends with someone and I'll be like riding or dying. Yep. And then I'm like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. Like you fucking be true to your feelings and don't let them do this to you. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the balance between like what is a loyal friend who has your back even in your darkest times? And what is a friend who knows where to draw the line? Yep. That's a really complex yeah. conversation to have with yourself. Yeah. Because like, yeah, the, you you know, your friends are going to do horrible things because we all do bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to decide like, where do I support you or am there for you? And when do I like cut you off? Or when do I allow you to get away with however much mm-hmm. taking advantage of me? It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. It's a lot of it is just boundaries. Yeah. You know, figuring out where yours are in with a friendship. It's really weird. It's tough to redraw them. I went from like, uh, you know, my ex-girlfriend's dating a new guy. Let's go jump in him and his friends when they leave this place. Like, Mm I, I didn't even grow up with that. Like, that is a real thing that happened. But the conversation was like, a guy comes over and me and my brother are playing video games. And he's like, yo, fuck these guys. We're going to jump these guys. They might have guns. Bring, like, weapons. And we we're like, okay. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it was so casual. Like, get mm-hmm. a text. What are you up to? Well, we're going to go jump some guys. You want to meet at McDonald's afterwards? Okay. Yeah. And then and then only later did we found out why we even did that. Yeah. That's yep. not... So redrawing boundaries from like I'll just literally kill someone if you ask me to to um like maybe I don't want to go to your parents' house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like or whatever. Let me do some investigative journalism first. Yeah. Make sure I'm for the cause before I fucking go to jail for it. It's tough. Um Yeah. So uh yeah. I'm that's where my life's at. That was a weirdly personal conversation to have on the podcast. And that's fine. I think well, your your examples are a little uh extreme. But I'm just saying that's but, that's why it's so hard for me yeah. to like manage the mundane shit. Yeah. Because I'm like I don't even know what is or isn't mundane anymore. Because back then for me it was all on the table. Yeah, all or nothing. So it's really hard to go from everything's okay to wait, what is and isn't okay. Because yeah. there's mundane stuff that isn't okay. Yeah. And I don't know any of it. It's almost, I would equate it to, like, I've dated girls who their boyfriend before me was a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I was not great. Yeah. But I looked like a fucking superhero because I wasn't that guy. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's kind of where I'm at in relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm like everyone I am friends with or date or whatever seems fucking amazing mm-hmm. because they're not these people I grew up with or yeah. these people I were friends with. And so I have to like really figure out where my bar is at for people yeah. that I want in my life. Oh, absolutely. Still setting that bar today one of my favorite things about comedy is that it's really easy to set the bar because I'm just friends with people. I'm like, Oh, you're funny. Well then you get to be my friend Mm -hmm. and I have your back no matter what. Yeah. And that's like a really easy, um, distinction. 
Mm-hmm. But outside of comedy, it's hard for me to like maintain these interpersonal relationships because I don't know where the boundaries are and I don't know what I want from my non-comedy friends. Yeah. Comedians make you laugh and raise the quality of your life. They're just fun people. Yeah. They're interesting. And and so, but you can't expect everyone to be like that. No. And so now it's like, fuck, what do I want from other people? Yeah. And that's like been a way hard question. What do I want from women? What do I want from friends? What do I want from, you know, um, people I play games with or people I just interact with? Yeah. And uh, for a while there, it was so weird because I was just like, I'll just only be friends with comedians. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. Uh, That's a rough. That's a rough place. It's been hard. Yeah. Because I get what you're saying with like, you know, wanting to just be friends, being friends with comedians is easy because they raise your quality of life by making you laugh. But there's other things that raise your quality of life. Totally. Totally. So finding all those, I think, I think that's the base, right? If I'm, if you make me feel good in a non-destructive way and you know, I think that means you're worth keeping around. Totally. My, I just want to have fun Mm -hmm. and fun takes lots of different approaches, but it's tough because I have fun making other people laugh, mm-hmm. but then you're like, well, fuck, I, I don't want to have a relationship where I'm the social bringer of everything. You're the fucking uh, juggler in the fucking castle or whatever. Exactly. Shit, so jester. I don't want to be like the only creative or interesting or the go-getter or the yeah. person who decides the fun or makes the fun. Yeah. Like um, I used to have friends where if they invited, they're like, we're all going out to coffee. And I'd be like, okay. And then I would cancel, but then they would all cancel. The mm-hmm. only reason they want, I, without me, they weren't going to have fun. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck that. If you're not fun, why should I go? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make it fun for you. You make it fun for me, motherfucker. Like, let's give and take. Yeah. And so that's another thing where I'm trying to like balance that too. And yeah. again, so easy with comedians because there's it's a, a ton of give back and, and take. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I've definitely lost friends recently because it's they don't. It's a friendship is mutual. Yeah, it has you know? to be re- just relationships. Yeah, it if, all has to be. You know, I give you this and you give me that. It can't just be one way all the time. Yeah, and I've also realized that. If you're not, if you're not ambitious in whatever it is you do, yeah, then you can't even be near me. That's that's the thing. People always think like, oh, people grow apart or people friendships end or whatever. And what maintains of what maintains a friendship is that challenge mm-hmm. where a person gives you something. Yeah. And sometimes it's indescribable. Sometimes it's like laughter. Sometimes it's that they're so passionate about something that it's infectious. But mm-hmm. like there's like this, the give and take is always there. Yeah. That's why like, yeah. Anyway, it's, that's important. So when people don't have that. You're just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think, with age, you realize that you don't just have to be friends with someone, yeah, because you always were, you know, like or like it's an obligation. Totally, you don't have to. You can like not be friends with people. It's really fucking easy. Yeah, and I just it's it's insane to me that people like fake it through because they're like, oh, we've just you know been friends since kindergarten, and you're like, yeah, but fucking Kyle's a racist, and he's like 
fucking running around with his rebel flag and you're like yeah but i've known him since we were three and i was like yeah well cut cut him the fuck out now yeah if kyle sucks get rid of him yeah and it's just i don't know with the whole like creative thing that's on such a different level because if you're friends with people (laughs) who aren't even trying then they just hate you and then it's not even a friendship anymore because every day they resent you yeah so fucking goodbye you know if you're not gonna raise me up or be on the same level then all you're doing is slowing me down that's the thing the rising tide raises all ships exactly so like i have friends who are like crazy fucking passionate about like all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. my brother for instance all he does is play starcraft Mm -hmm. and he's like one of the best players in north america yeah and like just being around him and his energy and the and you could just feel that he cares so much about something and that he's at a high level of it mm-hmm. and there's that confidence and that drive and and when he talks about it it's infectious and it even though I am not like a I do play StarCraft but even when I didn't mm-hmm. it like it's infectious you feel yeah. it it makes you want to be better at what you do it makes yeah. you excited it, there's like this weird almost tangible thickness about like the interaction with people like that Mm -hmm. you know you feel like you could scoop it with a cracker and eat it yeah and uh if people don't have that then it's like get the fuck out yeah what are you doing and it's easy because we're over here being very first world problems like cut friends out like we have so many yeah but if you're a person who has trouble making friends uh get fucking real into something yeah just go crazy about it and i guarantee friendship follows from there it's so true you have to like it's the whole rupaul thing right if you can't love yourself how in the world are you gonna love somebody else and that comes to friendship too if you don't have enough to give yourself if you're not passionate about something if you're not and you don't even have to be creative if you're just not if you're not doing anything for yourself that's bettering you that isn't just waking up going to work or going to school or whatever then like you don't have anything to give to anyone else so that's why you probably don't have any fucking friends. Yeah, people want something from you. And I yeah. love how people are like, oh, my friends only like me when they want something from me. And like, that is one conversation. Sometimes you have friends who literally only want like very tangible things from you. But like, everyone wants something from everyone. Mm-hmm. Learn how to give people something or get the fuck out of everyone else's way. Yeah. Because if I have friends, I'm willing to give them my time, my patience my uh, whatever social skills I have, like I want to make them laugh. I want to make their day, but like mm-hmm. I'm willing to put tons of energy into them mm-hmm. and I expect something back. Yeah. Um, over the long term, mm-hmm. not every interaction you get something back. Sometimes your friend has a mental breakdown and you help them for no reason. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, you can't just be mad at people for wanting something from you. That's yeah. so fucking stupid. Yeah. Why would you want to be friends with someone if they didn't raise the quality of your life? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's miserable. I know it. Trust me. I know so many people who are like in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. That like when they're like, in, it's clear that one person is just like draining the life out of the other. Mm-hmm. And they're also aware. Yeah. But they're just like, no, it's fine. And you're like, no, I think you're dying, actually. Yeah. You should probably get out. Yeah. Yeah. But um, people just don't prioritize their like, um, their existential well-being is what I want to say. I think. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's, it's like weird. a spiritual. Me- it's like a spiritual, mental, emotional, physical. Like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not happy, figure it out. Fuck. Yeah. 
yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, if you're not happy, you might have friends who aren't giving. Like, you need to be given to. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta fucking... You can't just carry all the weight on no. your own. You need people to, like, give things, like, be creative, like, see their art, see what they do, be yeah. happy for them, because yeah. that builds you if you're not happy for other people you don't have very good friends yeah if you're not if you're not happy for other people if you're not happy for your friends they're not doing anything no or you're a bad friend i mean you're a bad friend or i think most i feel like most of the time when it's that situation it's just that person is fucking uncontrollably jealous and fucking mass amounts of insecurity are just riddling their whole fucking body yeah and consciousness it's just like those types of people Whew, I cannot fucking handle it. Yeah, jealousy is um, unavoidable. I'm like a wildly jealous person where mm-hmm. romantics are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like do a really good job of like being aware of it. Yeah. But um, like jealousy is is like a garbage emotion. It's so fucking counterproductive. If you're jealous of your friends or your family like use that as an opportunity to like really focus and figure out why you're jealous, what's going on and then fucking do something about it immediately Yeah, because that shit will eat you alive. Yeah. But that's the best part about jealousy, right? It's completely curable. Yeah. it's You just got to go to the root of the fucking problem and be like, why do I feel this way? Jealousy is good because when you're depressed or you're having bad, you're a bad time. It's like the show house. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, what's wrong with him? What's the disease? And they can't figure it out to diagnose it and help mm-hmm. him. But as soon as you have jealousy, you can immediately diagnose the problem mm-hmm. and fucking solve it right away. Yeah. Just get going on it. Yeah. No, it's so true. It should it should be your fucking motivator. Totally. Whenever it- I'm jealous of someone, I just work it backwards. Mm-hmm. Like you're jealous of someone who has a good set and then you're like, why? Or like in comedy and then I'm like, why do I care tonight what they did? Yeah. And then I can work backwards and be like, oh, fuck, I need to work harder on being more confident in mm-hmm. certain situations. And then it's helped me find my own weaknesses and then fix them. Yeah, absolutely. It should it should be your motivator. It's completely solvable. It yeah. shouldn't be a fucking problem. But most people would rather lament and fucking marinate it and let it just consume them like a fucking disease. Jealousy is my number one motivator. When I'm jealous of someone, I get excited because that means I have room to grow. Like when I like, for example, I'm just going to fucking suck Kari's pretend dick. When Kari got on a local podcast that's pretty well known, has a big fan base. I was like, oh, my God, like that's insane. And like the tiniest little bit of jealousy came creeping up on me because I was like, I want to fucking do more shit like that. I want to get out there and scream about comics. And then I was like, why do you feel like this? And then I worked it backwards and I'm like, no, she deserves it. She's poised and eloquent and intelligent. And she has so much to say. And she has a point and a purpose. And I don't think you've got all those yet. So of course she's going to get that. And of course she's going to go out there and fucking kill it. And she's going to be interesting and she's going to belong and excel and make a difference and stand out. And of course, of fucking course. And all that does is just raise my bar. Yeah. Like, okay, then you need to try harder, you know, be more charismatic, be polite, be nicer to strangers. Don't make your mom cry at dinner. You, try to be you better. You can only do one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> try to be be better. That's it. You know, it's just like fucking get well soon. Yeah. You know, 
because it's completely solvable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's good. Don't be a don't be a bitch. Also, it's really important when you work backwards from jealousy. A lot of the times, the solution to the problem is going to be fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Like I'm jealous that my friends do stuff and I don't do stuff, mm-hmm. and now you have to s- just start doing stuff in general. Yeah, and that's a huge task. Like, yeah. well, what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? Like, yeah. Well, I guess you're about to become an artist or a climber or a fucking skater or a musician. Yeah. And that's a long road, but it's worth it. I mean, you could even start small. Like, I mean, fuck, we have such a talented group of friends, right? Very lucky. So it's unreal how how fucking talented all the people we know are and in so many different things. And then sometimes people feel left out because they aren't a part of it or doing as much but the solution is always in their hands yeah. and it's do something make your own thing or you don't have to copy what they're doing just do your own thing make yourself happy get yourself involved we can't force you to show up at an event and volunteer or fucking be a, a fucking host of a show we can't just get you to do you have to do it yourself yeah and sometimes you may already be doing the thing Mm-hmm. Like, are you way into Netflix? Have you seen all of the original Netflix shows? Like, start a fucking blog. Start yeah. reviewing shows. Or find other people who are fucking way into Netflix and start a Facebook group. Or just be so fucking into Netflix that it's all you taught. Like, let yourself be about what you're into. Mm-hmm. I know people who are way the fuck into something, but they're super casual about it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude, just step it up and go crazy. Yeah. Just let yourself be fucking wild crazy about yeah. Spider-Man. Stop low-key being obsessed with Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's get high-key up in this bitch. Yeah, scream Join about it. Join a fan group. Seriously. Buy some comics. Start your own. Tattoo Spider-Man on your face. Get it done. Go learn about Spider-Jedi. Do it. <laughs> He's the fucking man. <laughs> like, No, it's so it. true. You could, you could even be the most boring fucking person who is the worst and uninteresting. And you could just be like, well, I'm going to uh, read this book. And then you read that book and then you go online and you find a forum where everyone else read that book. And then you get on there and you talk about it. And all of a sudden, you've got a thing. Yeah. You don't even have to leave your house. But you're doing something and that's all that matters. Yeah. Because holy it. fucking shit. That's the worst. That is the absolute worst. Just fucking do something with your life. If all you do is wake up go to work or go to school or whatever you are not living even i dude i know people who do a lot they go to school they go to work they have art projects they ride their bike they have friends but they do it with no passion mm-hmm. and they're miserable mm-hmm. and like how and they're almost like why am i miserable i do a lot mm-hmm. like i'm a creative person i do a lot i have a lot of friends why am i sad and it's like dude because you're not giving yourself away to this stuff mm-hmm. you're holding back because you're either embarrassed about what people are going to think about you or you're too cool to just be a fucking nerd mm-hmm. just get into it go crazy about bikes stop yeah. being a fucking bitch yeah you know get crazy about your job or whatever i don't know anyway yeah lean into it passion find non- it non-negotiable human trait if you don't have it find it i mean there you go that's it that's your baseline for friendship there you go just have passion that's it your baseline for life. That should be it. Right? Have passion about anything. Even if it's just reviewing fucking porn. Yeah, or our podcast. Five stars. 
go ahead and jump yeah. on iTunes. Let us iTunes, know. iTunes, five-star reviews. That's it. <laughs> if you're not leaving a five-star review, go fuck yourself. Boom. You heard it here first. Can you imagine <laughs> someone getting this far into a podcast and not and leaving a bad review? Wow, what a waste of your hour <laughs> of your life. Review yourself first because you're making bad <laughs> fucking decisions. Oh, my God. I'd like to review people. We still need to review the cats from the cafe. I know. It's just so expensive. Yeah. It Why? is. They cost so much money. Let's just go review cats we find on the street. <laughs> that is too risky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just catching like cats. One. What have you been? Why are you so clawed up? Well, we've been catching street cats and <laughs> reviewing them. <laughs> All of them are mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, disease ridden. Uh, I mean, should we true. go? We should probably yeah, go. Yeah, I guess we should go. We just talked about a bunch of shit. Yeah, sorry about that, you guys. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm dying. I same. I guess we could save the dying part for the intro to let people know what they're walking into. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll fucking have a good week. Happy holidays. We'll see you on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Merry Solstice. I don't know. Have a good time. You guys? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>